0: Riley here. Welcome to the No Spin News, Monday, March 29th, 2021. Stand up for your country. So we'll begin, as we have for the last few weeks, with President Biden's schedule today. i put it up on his screen. So in addition to his briefings that he gets every day, uh, Mr. Biden had one thing on his schedule, one. And that is the president delivers remarks on COVID response and state of the vaccinations. He did that at 210 this afternoon. That's it. Uh, I wish I had that schedule. So it is apparent (laughs) that Joe Biden is not exactly overwhelmed by his duties in the White House. So you might ask, well, who does all the other stuff? I guess it's his staff that does it. But every day, the president puts out a schedule to the press, people like me, and every day, He doesn't have much on it. Now, Wednesday, he's going to Pittsburgh. I'll tell you about that. He loves uh, Pennsylvania. Mr. Biden's in Pennsylvania all the time. Now, here's my question. And I hope you read my column entitled What Joe Knows on BillOReilly.com. But if you read the column, you'll come to the same question that I have arrived at. Is Joe Biden a socialist? Did he change somewhere along the line from a capitalist who has a beach house in Rehoboth, Delaware, a nice Maine residence in Delaware. And I think he's got a couple of other places too. So has he changed any? You know, he's never had a private job, never really did that. Uh, his wife's an educator, but they got millions of dollars worth of property, you know, but a lot of these politicians have that. So you trace it, comes back to books, lectures, things like that. Okay. So now uh, Joe Biden is basically telling the world, I'm going to govern from a far left point of view. There's no doubt about that. There's no, no one can deny that. I mean, I guess Jen Psaki could try because she denies there's a real problem at the border. So she, I guess she could. But um, President Biden is governing from the far, far left. And the question is, is he a socialist? Because the progressive left is generally that. Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, you know the deal. Okay, so let me throw up... Uh, three things right off the bat so this week as i mentioned um the president's going to go to pittsburgh on wednesday he's going to unveil his build back better program now all this is is a massive amount of spending that's all it is government spending so you got two trillion on covid check relief okay and other pork and then you got three children uh, three children three trillion boys and girls for the build back better plan hasn't been passed all right so that's five trillion dollars of money the government doesn't have the government doesn't have that in the Treasury doesn't have it hanging around doesn't exist it's five trillion (laughs) it's a lot of jack so where are they gonna get it all right well he has to get it from we the people Unless he's going to sell California to the Chinese, all right, that, that raised a couple of trillion, but I don't think he's going to do that. So he's got to get it for you and me and corporations, and he's got to go into the infrastructure of capitalism and get the money from us in order to pay for this. That's what socialism is, that the strong central government tells you and me— how much we can have, how much we can keep from our efforts in the workplace. The government tells us how much, and the socialists say, not so much. No, we want most of it. So corporations basically can go overseas. That's what Trump did. Trump dropped it, I think it was 28 to 21, and he demanded an embarrassed corporation. He could come back to the United States Make your stuff here. Hire people here. It worked. Definitely worked. So now Biden wants to reverse that, just like he reversed the border policy and bring it back up to 29 for corporate tax. In addition to all the taxes they pay to the states and the locals and and all like that. There's an interesting debate going on between Amazon and some of the far left kooks and Amazon's just listening. I'm going to do that tomorrow. I'm going to show you what the debate is. So anyway, uh, President Biden wants the $5 trillion, and he wants to take it from us. So what is that going to mean? I'll tell you, And because this is why you watch me. This is right in your personal zone. OK, so the first part of the Build Back Better bill, the two parts, is going to be green. It's the Green New Deal, essentially. OK, to stop global warming, which it won't stop. Because of China and India, we've already known that. Everybody knows that. But we're going to do the Green New Deal here. Doesn't matter what they do, according to President Biden. So there are going to be funds given to people who build energy efficient homes. So they'll get money. All right. Constructing new electrical power lines. All right. That's not a bad thing. I'd like to see all those power lines go underground. Investments in clean energy. I don't know what that means federal government doesn't know what it means I remember so I mean you know come on but they're gonna give billions of dollars to develop clean energy and funding to build millions of new energy-efficient homes and retrofit existing buildings to increase efficiency So there's gonna be a lot of money flowing out of Washington into private hands and God knows what those private hands are gonna do with the money nobody can keep track of this now the second part of the Build Back Better bill is um, giveaways, okay? This is what they call income inequality. If you're not making a lot of money, if you're living in poverty, uh, Biden's crew is gonna just give you as much stuff as possible. So it would spend heavily on education programs meant to increase the participation of women in the labor force. I I mean, you know, I, I, I think women, Make up half the labor force now. All right. Expand subsidies for low and middle income. Americans to buy health insurance. That's Obamacare. We already have that. OK. And tax credits aimed at cutting poverty, particularly for children. So it's basically you're going to get everything free if you're below a certain income level. Everything is going to be free. Government's going to pick up the tabs for everything. Your food, your housing, your daycare, your education, everything. That's what socialism is. And that's what Biden wants. Now, taxes. So you're going to have to raise taxes on what he calls the wealthy. He swears that no one earning less than $400,000 is going to be taxed in this $5 trillion thing. That's not true. We're already seeing price of gas, that's a tax. I was the first one to break this story. I knew the, the moment after he attacked the oil and gas industry, stopped the pipeline, the XL pipeline, um, stopped drilling on federal land, I knew that the oil and gas companies is going to raise prices, which they absolutely did. And so we were down here where I am in Long Island, about two fifteen dollars a gallon. By 4th of July, we'll be about three thirty, dollars more than a buck a gallon more. That's what we're going to be. That's a tax. If Trump had been reelected president, that wouldn't be happening. Do we ever all understand that? Biden's never gonna tell you that because he's not honest to you. Does Biden even know it? I don't even know if he knows it. Again, I go back to the fact that Joe Biden, it's a lot of stuff that he doesn't know. Okay, then the corporate tax, that's going up, and then the corporation's gonna pass on. The extra tax they have to pay to us. All right. It, it, cars are going to be higher. Price of a car. OK, everything could be higher because they're not going to take a haircut, an 8 percent haircut. That's what corporations do. They're going to move a lot of stuff offshore. There'll be millions of jobs lost, millions over a, a three year period. And that'll sink the Biden administration, by the way. So all of this is going to happen, but it's going to happen in a way that really hurts the Biden administration. But here's there's two things coming that you don't know about because the press won't tell you about. I don't even know the press knows, but I know. The first one was given away by the new transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg, the tape. What about a mileage-based tax? So I think that shows a lot of promise. If if we believe in that so-called user-pays principle, the idea that part of how we pay for roads is you pay based on how much you drive. Uh, The gas tax used to be the obvious way to do it. It's not anymore. So a so-called vehicle miles traveled tax or mileage tax, whatever you want to call it, could be a way to do it. (laughs) Get it? Get it? So they're going to track your mileage in your car. And you're going to pay for every mile you drive to the federal government. That's coming. I don't know if it's going to get passed because that's so outrageous, so intrusive, so anti-capitalism. You're going to try. Now, the other one is Internet. They're going to try to tax it. I don't know how because I don't know much about cyberspace. All right, they're going to try somehow. Now all of this is intrusive not only on our wallets but on our privacy. So you want the government knowing how many miles you drive? Where you go? How much you use the Internet? You want that? So the Fourteenth Amendment says "Let's put it up on a screen. All persons born and naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States. And of the state wherein they reside. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States. Nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. Nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protections of law. Fourteenth Amendment. Okay? Now, it says state. It doesn't say federal government in there. So... A wealth tax is a confiscation of your private property. It's a government official coming in, evaluating what you have and slapping a tax on what you've already bought with post-tax dollars. That's seizure. But the amendment, all right, says no state should do it. Now, I think the Supreme Court will rule that includes the federal government, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. okay, but there will be a court challenge to the Supreme Court on this. But what you should know and what's important is they want to do it. The progressive left wants to do it. See, I don't as a capitalist and as a person who wants freedom and wants to be protected from government intrusion. I don't know how any American can vote Democrat. I don't know how anybody can do it. Yeah, okay, you hate Trump, fine. But do you not see what's coming? Do you not see it? And Biden's like, oh, Biden's not going to stand up against the progressives ever. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA with more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers? I have their trees and plants at my home and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure. Believe me, with fast growing trees, it's different from fruit trees to houseplants. They have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, Okay, so the nitwits on the far left, and this is an extension of the taxes, they want to tell you what you can and can't have for self protection. So many of the far left progressives would ban all guns, and you have to hunt with a bow and arrow. Some of them would allow hunting rifles, but none of them would allow handguns. Okay? so the ultimate goal of this crew is to get all the guns out of the hands of private citizens. That's the goal. And they say they hide behind, oh, we don't want mass shootings like Colorado and, and, and Atlanta and all the others. And, and, and. Well, we gave you the stats last week. 0.02% mass shootings. That's all. Okay. Most of it is crime. Criminals. Drug gangs. They're killing people. So here here it is. You never hear anything about that. You never hear Black Lives Matter marching in Chicago because thousands of African Americans are killed by gunfire from criminals, most African American criminals. Never hear a word, do you? No. Media never covers it. Nobody does that anything. Okay. So um In Brooklyn, New York, there's a guy named Rakan Wilson, 19 years old. Rakan Wilson, there he is. So he gets arrested on March 21st with some friends, and they have a loaded SAR 9mm pistol in a car. Now, Mr. Wilson has been arrested before. In 2016, same caliber gun, 9mm semi-automatic pistol, arrested February 15th, 2019, I'm sorry, uh, two years ago. And then he was arrested again, 2016. So the judge, Lee Chang, knows that Wilston has other beefs involving 9mm guns. He knows that, okay? And he has been convicted, Wilson. In fact, he's going to be sentenced today. We're watching to see what he gets. So he lets Wilson out without bail. This judge lets him out without bail, doesn't hold him for the March 21st beef. So you're telling me, and, and Chang is a liberal judge all day long. I mean, he's crazy left. They want, they care about gun control, gun safety, protecting people. And you got a guy who time after time after time has an illegal gun on him and he let him out with no bail. And I'll report tomorrow what he gets. Because he, he was convicted of having a legal gun. So my opinion, based on facts, of course, is the left doesn't care about protecting us. From guns. It's not what they care about. If they did, they'd attack the crime in the inner cities. Like Chicago, like New York City, like Los Angeles, they go and they make very stringent laws and punishments if you had an illegal gun. They don't. They let them right out without any bail. So don't tell me that you care about protecting people. You don't. You're lying. What is it all about? It's about big government power telling you what you can and can't have to defend yourself. So they're going to tell you what you can and can't have as far as material things, as far as money and savings, and how you can protect yourself. And they're going to tell you what you can do and have in every area. That's socialism. And that's what Biden is behind. Now, for those of you watching me for decades, I've never been this militant against a political movement in this country that was not run by extremists. I'm a party guy. I think the Republicans are largely inept. I don't think they're looking out for me. I don't think the Republican Party is looking out for me. But they're not socialists. This Democratic Party, that's what they want. Did you know that Biden has a conference call with Sanders and Warren every week? Did you know that? Not on his schedule, but he's got it every week. Vice President Harris in charge of the border. Ah. Now, does anybody, raise your hand, please, think that Kamala Harris is going to improve things at the border? Anyone? All right, here's what she said when she was running for president. Go. Clarify this for me, though, because yes, I do please. find it confusing. Yeah. I believe if someone crosses over the border, it's illegally, it is illegal, and you would, you would decriminalize it. I would not make it a crime punishable by jail. I, it should be a civil enforcement issue, but not a criminal enforcement issue. What's a civil enforcement issue? That's a ticket okay and that's what that is so you sneak into the united states overstay your visa whatever it may be get a little ticket <laughs> that that's who's in charge of the border now even saturday night live as left wing a concern as you can get figured this out roll the tape hey did y'all catch my uh, press conference it was so easy uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> A lot of critics thought I wasn't mentally prepared enough, but uh, I think I proved them all wrong. Yeah, oh, Kamala, not sure if you heard, but uh, I'm putting you in charge of solving a little immigration problem down at the Mexican border. Yes, I did hear that. Wow, thank you for the opportunity. Such a fun, solvable problem. Okay, so even they know that Biden just doesn't want it. He gives it to her. Okay, because she will now take the brunt. But she won't because everybody knows the game. Kind of like when Trump did to Pence on COVID. So Trump didn't want to deal with COVID. It's nothing he wanted to deal with. So he gave it to Pence. Biden doesn't want to deal with the border. He gives it to Kamala. And Kamala is not real thrilled about it because she knows there's no win. She can't do anything. Because she'd alienate the progressive left if she did. I told you from the very beginning that Biden doesn't have any use for her. And this is a little. All right, so you can't, uh, if you're a uh, photographer with credentials, journalistic credentials, you can't go to a federal facility on the border and shoot any pictures. They won't let you, they won't let you inside. You can't go on their property. You can't do anything. All right. So the only reason we're getting pictures out of there is because some senators, Cruz and Cornyn and some others, went down to the border and got your own pictures and then, of course, leaked them out to the press. But the Biden administration said, oh, we're so transparent. We're going to, but now <laughs> they can't explain why they won't let anybody in. Why are we not ready? Ready for what? What are for what? Does the American people have a, a right to see what's happening on your border policy? I guess not. Okay, George Floyd's situation comes to trial. We are not going to try this case on television, and I hope you will keep an open mind while following the news of it. Okay? But some people have already acquitted the police officer, Derek Chavin, and some people have convicted him. Chavin is the man who had his knee on the neck of George Floyd when Mr. Floyd died. He is charged with second-degree murder, second-degree manslaughter, and third-degree murder. I do believe he will be convicted of one of the charges, but I think there are extenuating circumstances in the death, but that is for the jury to decide. Now there are 15 jurors selected 12 that are seated three alternates. Okay. And it seems to me, I would have moved the trial out of Minneapolis, but they didn't want to the progressives who run the state of Minnesota, because if you move it north or south, That's more conservative territory for the jury pool. So they kept there. Um, The problem with this trial is that no matter what the verdict is. There's going to be trouble. And there's going to be real trouble if the police officer is acquitted. So if the jury acquits the man, you're going to have violent riots in my opinion. I hope I'm wrong. But if it's a second degree manslaughter conviction, you may also have trouble. And how I know that is that George Floyd's brother is already pounding that drum. Go. We know the video is the proof. That's all you need. Uh, The guy was knitting on my brother's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. A guy who was sworn in to protect. He killed my brother in broad daylight. So why have the trial then? I have it? So with all due respect to uh, Mr. Floyd's brother, who I'm sure is grieving and he's angry, and I would be too. Why are you doing that? Why are you going on television and doing that? Does that further the cost of justice? Now, the press is the same way. They're just salivating to get in and tear the system down. We'll cover this. We'll tell you what happens. We're not trying it. All right, so Georgia passes a new voting law because there was chaos in Georgia on the presidential vote. I don't think there was widespread corruption. I think there was some problems in Atlanta, Fulton County, but I can't prove it. I can't prove it. It's just an observational thing. Um, But the legislature and the governor of Georgia says, we need to tighten up our election. Whoa, it's racist. Roll the tape. If Brian Kemp's goal over the last 24 hours is not to recall the worst aspects of racialized voter suppression, white supremacy, and the fight against democratic representation in the Jim Crow South, well, I gotta say, he's doing a very poor job of that. So that moron, and he is indeed a moron. I mean, it's just shocking that this guy could even have a national forum. He basically insulted everybody in the South, the Jim Crow South. Um, no, that's not the way the South is today. But he doesn't. I don't think he's probably. Well, I, it's just so ridiculously unintelligent. OK, so it's basically if you pass a law that tightens up the election, makes it harder to commit fraud. You're racist because you're disenfranchising black voters. Why? 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 Why wouldn't you disenfranchise every vote? Why do just blacks are disenfranchised by elections that are tightened up? Nobody knows. OK, let me just I'm going to tell you five things this new law does and you tell me whether they're racist. OK, first one makes it a misdemeanor crime. All right. To give anyone anything while voters are waiting in line because they don't want the appearances of a Democratic ward chief coming down and giving people a Big Mac or Malted or whatever it may be. They don't want any of that. Sounds kind of reasonable, right? You're going to wait in line, you bring a water, fine. You bring a snack, fine. You bring it. Number two, allows local officials in Georgia to begin processing, but not tabulating, Okay, not counting, just putting the votes where they can be easily counted. All right. Starting two weeks before the election. So the writings come in, they separate them so they can be easily tabulated. But you don't count them before Election Day. Sounds reasonable to me, because if you do count them before Election Day, you leak to the press. That happens all the time. Is that fair? No, not fair. All right. Number three. All absentee ballots to be printed on special security paper and your precinct name will now be included along with your precinct ID printed at the top. So you have an ID number Georgia gives it to you if you want to vote absentee or by mail on special paper so somebody can't make up a vote. Sounds reasonable, right? Four, expands early voting access for most counties, adding an additional mandatory Saturday and Sunday. That makes it easier for everybody to vote, does it not? Is that racist? And then finally, shortens the runoff cycle. So if uh, there's a state election that hasn't gotten um, above 50 percent, there's a runoff from nine weeks to four weeks. That racist? So none of this stuff is even remotely racist. So what the deuce is that moron talking about? He doesn't care. The, The progressive left just wants any kind of ballot accepted. Whether it's fraudulent, whether it's not, they don't care. They don't want any restrictions at all. I'll remind you that Canada and Mexico both have voter ID laws. But we can't have it because it's racist. I guess it's not racist in Canada and Mexico, but it's racist here. If we were to have a national law pass, you got to show an ID in order to vote. So we know you're an American citizen. That's racist. Okay, Dominion Voting Machine suing Fox News for 1.6 billion dollars. Okay, 141-page um, complaint. They join Fox News. Joins My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell, Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell. They're all getting sued. Everybody's getting sued. Now you may remember, I didn't do anything about Dominion Voting Machines other than to say that the Feds, the Department of Justice, should have impounded all, not all machines, but certain machines at random in the districts where there was controversy. So random, get 10 in, we'll take a look at them, doesn't matter whether Dominion or anything else, to see if there's any shenanigans in Milwaukee, in Philadelphia, in Detroit. That was my recommendation. Let the Feds handle this, the Federal Election Commission. Because there were a lot of charges. But I didn't go well on Dominion. Why? Because I'm a journalist. Because I have no blanket idea what happened with Dominion. How could I know? How? So you don't accuse unless you have proof. But unfortunately, that happened. There were a lot of accusations made. So Dominion, obviously trying to get money. We'll let you know what happens baltimore surrenders to crime baltimore one of the most crime ridden cities in the world not just in the united states i was there uh, about a year ago and i took a walk around in the working class neighborhoods there in baltimore is bad drug addictions through the roof all right you saw the tv program the wire corruption all over the place dangerous i would not raise a child in the inner city of baltimore Now, you go down to uh, the harbor, beautiful. Baseball stadium, gorgeous. Football stadium, terrific. All right? It's not that Baltimore itself is falling apart. The working-class neighborhoods are very tough because of the narcotics. So now the uh, state attorney, Marilyn Mosby, says, "Ah, we're not even going to enforce possession. Now, you got heroin on you? That's okay. Okay. Methamphetamine, fine. Any drug you want, you can carry it around. And that means you can sell it. Okay? So they're giving up. Baltimore said, yeah, giving up. Well, you know, and if you want to do other low level crimes, go ahead. I'm not going to prosecute. So no quality of life. That's Baltimore. You can do a lot for the property values and the children down there, right? COVID. Let's get to a COVID. So uh, this is an interesting story. Florida, particularly South Florida, depended on the cruise industry. Many of you have been taking cruises out of Port Everglades and, and, you know, all of that. So the CDC is an order. You can't go on a cruise and dock in the USA. And that order is, in effect, through November. Okay. So DeSantis, the governor of Florida, says we're going to sue the CDC. Because it's hurting our economy and we don't think you should have such a restrictive order on cruises. Interesting controversy, right? So here's my solution. I would allow cruises for vaccinated passengers. All right. So if you're vaccinated, you get a card. I have mine. And you show your card and you can go on a cruise. If you're not, you can't. Now, you say, oh, hold it. Hold it. It, If you go on a cruise, it's risky anyway, with dysentery and you all know that. All right, because you're so close quartered, it's different than if you're just walking around. But if you vaxxed, you should be able to go on a cruise. Mexico admits that their real COVID death rate is 60 percent higher than what they've been telling the world. Anyone surprised? And they're coming here. Mexicans are. Hundreds of thousands. Pope says COVID is the work of the devil. Now, Palm Sunday service, he said the devil is taking advantage of the crisis to sow distrust, desperation and discord. Can't argue with that. Can't argue with it. Um, I'm going to do this is a flag to my producers. I'm going to do the Trump um, appeals court judge ruling in favor of the Christian academic tomorrow. OK, we'll put it on Docker for tomorrow. Cancel culture, uh, as I predicted. Sharon Osborne out of there at CBS. Go. Sharon, uh, in a very fascinating uh, display, um, stuck up for Piers Morgan. And he's a British guy uh, who didn't like Meghan Markle. And he didn't believe Meghan. OK. And uh, Sharon Osborne stuck up for him. And now CBS is going to fire Sharon Osborne. All right, that wasn't a brilliant piece of analysis, because if you are accused and you are working for any corporation, the heavy odds are you'll get your throat cut. Corporations don't care what's true. They don't look for the truth. They're like the media. The allegation, you're done. As soon as I heard that, I knew Sharon Osman was done. This day in history, March 29th, 1973, U.S. withdraws troops from Vietnam. So we had a peace agreement with the North Vietnamese. 2.7 million Americans served in Vietnam, 2.7 million. Okay, so we got out of there 48 years ago. And then two years later, the North Vietnamese violated the treaty, swept down with the help of China and Russia, overwhelmed the South Vietnamese. And now the country's all communist. So about 58,000 Americans were killed in that war, protecting the South Vietnamese people from communism, as we did in Korea. We won the Korean thing, the Vietnam thing, we lost it. But the military did not lose the Vietnam War. Okay, the politicians lost it. Way to go, North Vietnamese, huh? Yeah, they're great. All right, quick break, back with some mail and a final thought on... Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Okay, let's do some mail. Phyllis says, President Biden has become the ultimate Trojan horse. He does what his cabal tells him to do. The media provides him cover. This open border policy touted as humanitarians a farce. He's giving the cartels free reign with no interference. Phyllis, that's great. I... I I agree with every word you say. I mean, I can't disagree with anything there. Karen Welsh, Laguna Woods, California. President Biden said during his press conference he doesn't know if there will be a Republican Party in 2024. What does he know that we don't? Nothing. As I said in my column, what Joe knows, please read it. Uh, Joe often doesn't know what he's saying. James Cook, Sunnyside, New York. A bill, could you be more generous with President Biden? He showed up. Put forth an effort and deserves a C minus, not a D. I gave Mr. Biden a D on his press conference. Wayne Fogarty, Melbourne, Florida. Bill, you are way too generous with a grade of D for President Biden. When I was in college, the surest way to a failing grade was to present incorrect information. Okay. I thought a D was fair. Seal Pegula, Camellius, New York. Excellent program, Bill. Love the No Spin News. And you were more than fair to President Biden. My question, why is a filibuster being called racist? Because everything is being called racist. All right. The whole everything. Filibuster is not racist, nor is the Georgia voting law. Jeffrey. But with all due respect, and I respect you a lot, how do you know for sure Joe uh, Biden doesn't know what he's saying? Observation. I don't know for sure, but I gave you a pretty good primer on it. In my column and in my analysis here on TV and radio, I'm in his observation. Lee, concierge member, which means Lee has direct access to me. Please check out concierge membership. It'll help your life. It will. Billy keeps saying Joe Biden's in decline, but do you believe that he is fit to be president? I, I, I can't make that determination. I think what he's doing now is harming the country, but I can't say he's unfit. It wouldn't be fair. Um, Phil, concierge, remember, people who voted for President No Trump, that's Joe Biden, will always look past the wandering mind and all of his faux pas, primarily because he isn't Donald Trump. There's a lot to that. A lot to that. David Dorsey, Fayetteville, Arkansas. Bill, you're right. If Congress could take care of the gun crime issue, both sides would cooperate with the other. Don't kid yourself. The dirty little secret, they never will. Because both Democrats and Republicans use the issue to help them raise money. Patricia Larkin, Bettendorf, Iowa. I had never before heard the gun and crime issue put forth with such a cogent political solution to satisfy both sides. Thank you, Bill. You're welcome. Patrick. It's Patrick Larkin. not Patricia. Daniel Duran, Flower Mound, Texas, outside of Dallas. Your stand up for the country mugs are great. Okay, best mugs I've ever seen. I keep telling you that. Made in America, stand up for your country. Great gifts, Mother's and Father's Day coming up. Okay, um, you order, pre-order Killing the Mob. Out May 4th, coming up fast. You get it first. 50% off the big bestseller Killing Crazy Horse. You're going to like both books, so I hope you do that. Word of the day is a Scottish word, so if you say it, you have to say it with a burr. Do not be a blooter. I can't do a Scottish burr. Do not be a blooter. Back with final thought moment. Spring is the perfect time to make smart financial moves like getting life insurance to protect your family. Did you know that 46% of Americans expect to leave behind debt? Policy genius life insurance can cover those debts like mortgages, credit cards, car loans, college costs. spring into action and secure your family's future. With Policy Genius. you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 a year for $1 million of coverage. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes. That's PolicyGenius.com. Okay, here's the final thought of the day. It is Holy Week and it is Passover. Okay, the two most Fervent religious displays for the Christian and Jewish faith. A Gallup poll found that those who prioritize weekly church and synagogue attendance, okay, are better mentally than the pagans <laughs> or people who don't. I don't know. Um, you can check out that Gallup survey. So you, if you go to church, you're a little more mentally aware. Pew Research, another study, found that religious adults are more likely to be happy, volunteer for good causes, and more civically involved than non-practicing religious folks. Here are the stats for the first time. According to Gallup, churchgoers have dropped below 50% in the USA. 47% of Americans go to church, synagogue, or mosque. Forty percent Seven percent. Fifty three don't care. That's because of the media primarily making snide remarks about people of faith and public schooling, which tells the kids, you don't need God. You don't need religion. It's all about you. Don't worry about it. That's why everything's going down. Thank you very much for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you tomorrow.